0: Are you a business owner worried about the safety of your sensitive data? Look no further than Midwest
1: Data Depot, your local offsite backup storage solution. Contact us today. Visit MidwestDataDepot.com 531 on your home of the Fighting Irish Sports Radio 960 WSBT. I'm Darren Pritchett. Welcome back to the program. Well, the Notre Dame women's basketball team is one of the top teams in the country. They are 16-2 overall. They are 7-1 and in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Their next game is Thursday at home against Florida State, a game that you can hear on our sister station, live 99.9 at 8 o'clock. But the Notre Dame basketball team likely will look a little different on Thursday as they will have a new starting lineup for the first time. This season, a change is going to occur due to the injury suffered yesterday by grad student guard Dara Mabry. The Irish beat Virginia 76-54, but the win was obviously dampened by the injury to Mabry. Well, Anthony Anderson is the Notre Dame women's basketball beat reporter for the South Bend Tribune. He was at Purcell Pavilion yesterday covering that game for the Tribune, and he joins me here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Anthony, good to catch up with you once again. How are you? I'm doing well, Darren. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. Well, what a somber few moments at Purcell Pavilion yesterday, Anthony, after Mabry went down with the injury. Looks like a right knee injury in the opening two minutes of the basketball game. As you watched the play, Anthony, it looked like it was just going to be a normal old layup, didn't it?
0: Yeah, she made a great open court steal and even though there was a foul called on the play, I don't think that foul uh had anything to do with the injury because she was fouled on the inside on her left side and she went down, she started to go down I think even before the contact. And and they're not they're not suggesting anything sure. uh, uh to the contrary. Uh I didn't like the way the player for Virginia reacted, but uh but there was no it's all it's it really could be described as a non-contact injury even though there happened to be a foul on that play hmm.
1: and I would assume Anthony at this point as we have this interview at five thirty three on Monday there's been no update from Notre Dame
0: No update from Notre Dame uh you know Dara uh you know th- th- this this generation they're they're into their social media so I wouldn't be surprised if something comes out from her eventually there.
1: Okay, we'll keep an eye on that, that's for sure. So after the injury took place, Anthony, how do you think this Irish team responded? Because that sometimes is a very difficult thing to do, come back, get back on the court after you watch a teammate and a friend go down with an injury.
0: Well, that was, that was remarkable. Uh, that was one of the crazier things I've seen. They scored 18 of the next 20 points, hmm. beginning with the two free throws that Bransford took uh, in Mabry's place. And you've seen that, you know, teams are lifted up by something like that in the short term. And then some of them, because of the actual lost personnel, it's a little different in the, in the long term. but I thought that was amazing. And then they were just about as good at the start of the second half, which obviously after they had time to go in and digest what had happened even more, it was like the more they digested it, the, the better they were. So it was, uh, as I said, my story It was agonizing, but galvanizing. Yeah. It, it just, um, they, they they really responded, and, and it was weird. It was kind of foretelling. Uh, Jenna Brown, who is probably going to pick up minutes now if there is out, uh, she said that, uh, and, and and Neil concurred that uh, they had just had a meeting. I'm not sure what day it was. I want to say it was Friday, talking about their their adversity always hits that you don't see coming. So there was <laughs> there was sort of a foretelling there in that regard. So, um, and, and and it's true. You know, it, it feels like almost half the teams in the country get hit by a, a mm-hmm. semi-to-serious, uh, lengthy injury these days.
1: And the Irish have had their share the last five, six years, it seems like, yeah. Anthony. My goodness. Anthony yeah, Anderson, I I, go obviously
0: ahead. 20, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just going to say 2018, obviously, is the, the threshold for anybody in, in in the country. They won the national title with a team that lost four players to ACL injuries, although that was a little different uh, if you want to go through it piece by piece, uh, yeah. as far as how that developed, but uh, you know it can be done, and uh, it's been done.
1: Yep. Anthony Anderson covers the Notre Dame women's basketball team for the South Bend Tribune, talking about the entry to grad student or uh, yeah grad student guard Dara Mabry, who was fifth on the team in scoring at nine point three. She's hit the most three pointers on the team, thirty three. So I gave a couple of stats there, Anthony, on Dara. How would you describe to the average Irish fan? What they would miss if Dara is out long term?
0: Well, even though she's known as a three-point shooter, I, I think they would miss her moxie and feistiness on the court more than that. I think uh, two things will happen: they'll they'll shoot a, a, a fewer three-pointers overall. She shot 40% of their three-pointers. Uh, I think Citron will shoot more three-pointers. She was six of seven yesterday. Uh, Westbelt's very capable. Olivia's been a little better at it uh, lately. And uh, so I think they can make that up for the most part. Um, but you know, what was interesting to me was they started the second half with the three, if I recall, three bigs on the floor together mm-hmm. in uh, Lauren Ebo, Kylie Watson, and um, Maddie Westfeld. Uh, and that was really the first test of how they might proceed going forward. And so that puts three bigs on the floor. Uh, Jenna Brown will play more at guard, um, but I, I think they have a lot of options, and I think Coach is going to find a way to maximize those options.
1: That's old-school basketball, putting three bigs on the floor. You don't mm-hmm. see that much yeah. anymore. So yeah. let's let's just throw out some names then, Anthony, with a team that has started the same lineup throughout the whole year, Miles, Citron, Westbelt, Mabry, and Watson – you mentioned there the bigs were an option for DL in yesterday's ballgame. Do you have a sense of the choices that she has to fill out the starting lineup, the person that might take Mabry's place?
0: I think, again, I think it's really intriguing. If, if they go with the three bigs, and no matter who you start, that doesn't mean you're going to play that way the whole game. And they may go with, with more of their lineup, maybe more determined by who they're playing. And another player we should mention is Cass Prosper, who is just Mm -hmm. the early enrollee. She's not not a point guard, but she's a guard, and uh, by virtue of playing where, and she's a good shooter, and by virtue of playing where uh, Dara was. I I think uh, Jenna Brown and and Cass Prosper will pick up the most minutes, but I don't think it'll be a a lot more minutes, because I think uh, there will be times, and there already have been times that Ebo and uh, Watson have been on the floor at the same time, and I think that's been one of the the coolest developments this year because when they both came in, they were perceived as competing for time. But she's used them both at the same time a lot, and they play really well together. Uh, Lauren plays more of a true post, and then uh, Ebo's more of a a true four when they're on the floor together.
1: Anthony, you mentioned Prosper a second ago, and she is the five-star recruit that – Entered Notre Dame early. She's played in seven games so far, averaging right around 10 minutes of all game, 3.4 points per contest. What is your early read on her talents?
0: Uh, She's highly skilled. Uh, She's not uh, flinching at all at the the increase in in talent that she's facing. The stats are maybe a little skewed because I think there's been a couple games where she's gotten a lot of moments, a lot of minutes, Mm -hmm. Uh, where they were in control of the game and then was not used as much in some of the closer games. Uh, But uh, she's got a high ceiling. She really does.
1: I'm going to ask you a question about Olivia Miles, and I'm not necessarily trying to compare her talent her talent with Skylar Diggins because there, there's differences in their game. But the question I want to ask you is, when you watch Miles play, how she affects the other team, how she makes her teammates better around her, does she have kind of that same feel to her that Skylar did back in the day for this Notre Dame basketball team?
0: Well, I don't know if this will surprise you or not, but I, I've watched a lot more of Olivia Miles than I did Skylar Diggins. Okay. Now, I followed her passively but I was, you know, I was covering high school sports in Elkhart right. at the time, and I'd watch her on TV, and I'd say I, I did see her a lot, and she was a super dynamic player, as everyone around here obviously already knows. I think uh, I think Skyler's probably a little more explosive scorer when she wanted to be, but um, o- Olivia is... She's magic with, with with the ball in her hand, and she puts, she puts the defense on their heels almost constantly. We, you have to play differently because of the way she plays as a defense.
1: Is she the type of player come March Madness, and I know she's great at distributing the basketball. I mean, 129 assists already this year. The next closest has 44 on the team, but isn't she the type of player if she would have to score 30, 35 in a game, she would be capable of doing that? But right now her role is to be – I guess someone that scores but also gives everybody great opportunities.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you've seen her have really good games in the big games. There there's no doubt that she can she can put a 30 up, but that's what's needed from her. And, and and speaking of her, you know, we she is potentially the player most affected by by Dara because there's going to be a little bit of pressure on her to not get into foul trouble. Mm, uh, because Dara yeah. was the true, was the true backup at point guard. Now, Jenna Brown can play it. I don't think she's much of a consistent scoring threat, but she's a really heady player. Um, she's somewhat limited by her history with the, with, with her own knee injuries. Um, but I, she was really sharp yesterday, but she's not going to give you a lot of points. So, you know, if they Olivia goes out of the game, they drop off. And without Dara, they're going to drop off even more.
1: Hmm. Anthony, as for, we, for
0: minutes, They can't go up much more. I think she averages 31 minutes.
1: Yeah, she Her minutes will
0: probably
1: go up. <laughs> That's nothing on Coach so Bray's room. team. What are you talking there's about? Room for more, yeah. <laughs> hey, Anthony, as you take a look at this team, I don't want to throw away the rest of the regular season because there's a long way to go, and they're going to have to learn to play without Mabry, it sure seems like. Is there a chance, with the way Notre Dame's resume is right now in the games in front of them, would they have a realistic chance to gain a number 1 seed come March Madness?
0: Well, I I think at this moment it kind of depends on what the teams in front of them do, because uh, South Carolina, Ohio State, Stanford, uh, LSU, uh, they're going to have to slip. Notre Dame, uh, you, Notre Dame's behind UConn in the rankings, but if it's super close, they had they they beat UConn and they they beat them well head to head. You got to see what Indiana's going to do. Um, so, I, you know, right now they could move up to six, and beyond that, they're probably going to need some some help from a couple teams ahead of them to get a to get a one seed. Um, I, I think they're more likely to get a two.
1: Okay, and I also want to ask you about with grad transfers being such a big part of all sports nowadays, Coach Ivy had some players leaving the portal. She also brought some in. How well has the transfer portal helped grow this basketball team?
0: Well, it's been interesting. Uh, obviously, Sam Brunel was in town yesterday, even though she didn't play. Um, the, the, the four players, by the way, that they lost after this season, just to show loaded they are, um, They're all doing well right now. Um, but as far as who they brought in, uh, Maya Dotson last year, at, and she should be playing this year. I'll never understand that decision hmm. by the NCAA. But uh, she was a perfect fit, and I'm sure uh, Carol Owens, the, the assistant coach, had a lot to do with that. And then now I think Lauren Ebo is probably performing beyond what anybody outside of that team expected as well so the transfer portal has been pretty good for them especially with with those two individuals and i still think uh kylie's uh, gonna uh, grow as she as she stays in the system she's got uh she's got two more years of eligibility after this year Mm. so the portal's been been you know pretty good for them
1: finally florida state is in town tomorrow is this going to be a stern test for the irish
0: well, Florida State just moved into the rankings uh, today, and uh, I think they're 24, um, and they're playing really well right now. They have a sensational freshman. Uh, you you need to know the pronunciation. I don't because I'm not on radio. I think it's <laughs> Tania Watson, but she's won the. Uh, I don't know if she won it today or not, but going into today, she'd won the uh, ACC Rookie of the Week nine out of the ten weeks of the season wow. so far. She's been great, and they're they're probably they're probably uh, the surprise team of, of the conference at this point, right now. So th- they're going to be tough. And then they got to play at North Carolina State on Sunday. So they got a couple toughies this week.
1: Well, let me tell you, that's why I'm not a writer. You should see my hockey pages. It's written out how I'm going to pronounce a name. I can't spell anybody's name, but i got to at least try to get the pronunciation right. That's for sure. Well, of course, you need to follow Anthony Anderson on Twitter. Also, in the South Bend Tribune, he'll have the latest, of course, on Darren Mabry as just a... A horrible situation yesterday, suffering what appears to be a right knee injury, and her season is up in the air at this time, but still a lot in front of this Irish basketball team that and is 16-2, and 7-1 of the ACC and hosting Florida State Thursday at 8, and you can hear the game on our sister station, Live 99.9. Anthony, good to catch up with you. I really appreciate your time and your analysis tonight, and looking forward to talking to you down the line.
0: Right, and I think everyone knows this, uh, Darren, but the last thing I'll mention since it didn't come up is she, Dara had played 135 of 135 games in her college career and started every one of them. So it's incredibly durable player going down.
1: And eligibility um, is over after this year?
0: Uh, that appears to be the case, but okay. you know the NCAA yeah. surprised you both ways. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. I never well, like to say that for I, sure. I
0: think, I think it is because she's passed 30% of the season, obviously.
1: Okay. So. Very good. Anthony, great to talk to you. Best wishes. We'll catch up again soon.
0: Thank you so much, Darren. You betcha.
1: That's Anthony Anderson. Covers Notre Dame women's basketball. The beat reporter for the South Bend Tribune. The Irish win 76-54 yesterday. But Darren Mabry goes down with that injury. It is 547. We'll come back with our Twitter question of the day next on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Are you a business owner worried about the safety of your sensitive data? Look no further than Midwest
0: Data Depot, your local secure offsite backup storage solution. Visit MidwestDataDepot.com.